Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. Guys, I feel like we've been walking for like a really long time. I know, isn't it great? I feel so good. We've been out in this fresh air and we're heading to Prosker and we escaped that place where I never even want to think about again. You're a very interesting group and I like you a lot. My name's mm, Judith. <laughs> Judith. <laughs> sometimes, Judith. Sometimes just, I don't say my name very often. Sometimes it just gets stuck in my chops. Chami, baby, we're back. Who are you? He zipped us off to to uh, to Saloon. Oh, You're right. just telling that you completely forgotten about us, regardless of if we were to come back with your stuff, we would have been off scot free. Well, no, you signed. Oh, the- oh, no, no, no. So, rega- <laughs> Sully, are you are you okay, Sully? Uh, Sully, oh my goodness. Uh, so. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry about that. No, you're right. We would have came back regardless because those are the kind of good people we are. Uh, give yeah. her things, everybody. Well, you've got everything on the list. I will hand this over to you. I take it back and I say thank you very much. And as you hold it in your hand, it bursts into flames and ah! falls to the ground. Oh, that's how it's supposed what? to happen. What was that, Sully? I think that, that sounded really bad. It did sound bad. Is it time to save the world, Glim? I don't know, but I think maybe we should start. And I think we've run out of the rusty bucket. Yeah, let's head towards that explosion. This one's on you, Judith! (laughs) I got it! And up shooting from this cloud is this winged, hideous demon that bursts up into the cloud and begins flying around and swooping down, trying to pick up people that are fleeing. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore. Are you sure? There was a little hesitation there. I am really here. Don't trust him. And I play Sullivan's Light. And Tom Laird. Yeah, that's me. I play Moot. And Carla Maxted. I am also here, although my camera isn't working, so am I really here? You guys don't know. This could all be a recording that I'm playing back to then be recorded to release as the podcast. Let's see if I say any weird non sequiturs. Also, I play Glim. Carla, that's so funny about ham sandwiches. Hilarious stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly been working on your tight five. Yep. (laughs) About ham sandwiches. ham sandwiches. (laughs) Very specific. Mm, Judith would approve. All the best comedy is specific, Carla. Oh, yeah. She loves a good ham sandwich. Yep. <laughs> mm, Judith puts butter on her ham sandwiches. Um, if <laughs> Yes, she does. Because <laughs> all old ladies No, do. she doesn't. It's, true. it's margarine. Oh, oh no. no. Like, you're oh, too totally much right. credit. It's margarine. I'm like, you're dude, absolutely right. cheese is, or butter's just one step away from cheese. Mm, yep. Judith margarine. uses Margarine. 
Classic mm, Judith. She's a Basel lady. Perhaps um, I can't believe it's bitch. not butter. Ah, uh, what a Basel <laughs> bitch. Uh, you know, sometimes we do bonus content, and I feel like mm, Judith would have a pretty good uh, little one shot. I don't think there'd be much high action, but there would be some. There would be like buttered sandwiches or margarine sandwiches. In Maybe there. for this game time, I'll name my character mm, Judith, and no one will understand it. <laughs> yeah, because it'll be too soon. Oh, that'd be so good. That's fun. Uh, so if you've played in game time in the past, and Tom played in mm, Judith, and are just getting it once this once the last episode plays. There you go. This is Welcome for you. to the end. You were on the end joke. Yep. Um, but when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Mika or Micah Sabzowitz. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you, Mika or Micah. Both great names. Yep. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find out more about joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And now, fuck it, let's play! Wow, he's not even going to produce that in. No. Nope. He's just doing it on himself. He's still game. going. Look at him is go. This awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, previously, there was an explosion in the center of Prosker, where you are right now. Uh, big demon bird thing flying up out of the earth. Ash and smoke falling all around you. Eska and Moot running in from one side of the city. Sully and Glim running in from the other. There's drums playing in the background. It's very intense. It's a big, big fight going on right now. Like a battle of the bands? Like a battle of the bands. Just a bunch of guitar stings. <laughs> Up from hell, Satan himself with a smoking guitar riffs. No. Grieve okay. digger. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm here for it. I would like I you know, to continue making going. music noises with your mouth. <laughs> uh, Do it. Any, yeah. Okay. Um. So there's a bunch. There's there's a demon. We'll just cut in with you. This is what you see. Go. Uh, as we run up, and I see um, Moot and Eska running up. I yell, "What? What the fuck, you guys do? You do this?" I don't. I don't think we did this. Like it. It. The explosion was over there, and we were over there. Yeah, I know. But you're doing some crazy magic stuff, and now there's something flying. Oh my! It's picking people up. We. <laughs> Is there any people that seem to be in immediate need of assistance, like under debris or? Yeah, that probably makes sense. On fire, etc. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you falling from the sky? Yes. Um, <laughs> All of these okay. things. Okay, slow down. You come. Poof, see them. What do you do? Uh, and then survey the scene. Uh, there are three people who have uh, who are like trying to pull themselves out of the rubble. You hear hideous noises coming up from the center of this split in the earth. Um, there is one person who is being picked up actively by this big bird creature and is being flown up into the air. Uh, Sully wants to get out a short bow quick and let loose an arrow at this thing that's the bird demon that's trying to pick up the person. All right, do so. Okay. And then uh, let's uh, let's roll. For, yeah, let's roll for initiative. That's probably going to be a good idea. Can I shoot my shortbow first, or roll for initiative first? Fine. That was 18. a hard no. You're right. <laughs> hard no, Amy. <sighs> a seventeen was mine. Five. Ooh. Oh, bringing up the rear. Someone has to put those guns away, Tom. 
Never. For our listeners, Tom just flexed his muscles. That's true. Uh, and they were big guns. <laughs> Cue the guitar stick. <laughs> it's a little ACDC for you. Sully, you are up first. Oh, wow. Good thing you didn't just shoot your arrow. Good thing. Because it, what? I will now shoot my arrow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So Sully gets out a short bow and he aims it at the flying creature or the the swooping, I guess, creature. Um, And he goes, come on, Sully, you can do this. And it's a 24. Uh, 24 will hit. Turn two, Nimbly it will. through the air, your arrow flies into this creature that has huge feathered wings, like a fur back, a big eagle beak with teeth that lines it, huge talons that sink into this person. It's an ugly motherfucker. It's an ugly motherfucker. I hate it. I rolled the lowest damage I could possibly roll, so that's a six. Uh, what type of damage is it? Pokey. Yeah. It uh, goes and sticks in and then falls out and goes to the ground. But you see just like a little of blood. Guys, I made it bleed. I made it bleed its own blood. Anything else you would like to do? Bonus actions. Move actions. Uh, I'm going to use help as a bonus action. What are you going to do? Oh, uh, I'm going to look at Glim and I'm going to, it can help me like encouragement. Click on help, and then you know what help does. Oh, right. I keep for it. Does it just doesn't look clickable? It's um, always clickable. okay. You can lend your aid to another creature in a completion of a task. When you take the help action, the creature and you gain advantage on the next ability check um, to perform the task you're helping with. It provides so. So I mean, you don't really know what Glim's doing. I don't. So I think you want to probably go uh, around, figure out what everybody's doing. Okay, hold on. I can aid a friendly creature in attacking a creature within five feet of you or 30 feet because I'm a mastermind. Who? That's right. I know things. And I can faint, distract the target, or in some other way team up to make your allies attack more effective. So if your ally attacks a target before your next turn, your first attack roll is made with advantage. So I could be like trying to get the attention of the big wing thing so that it stops doing bad things to that person and so that maybe Glim can get around it and and this is what happens when you give me bonus actions. Okay, so what do you, what do you, is it you, you were doing to try and distract this bird? Oh, I'm waving my arms in the air and I take out another <laughs> arrow and I'm like, oh, you like that? You want another taste of this? Feather face? Uh, okay, the bird drops the person from 40 feet in the air. Uh, Glim, it's your turn. Oh, no. You told me I. I was. How far away <laughs> am I from that person? Can I try and catch the person? I thought they were swooping to get a person. No, they not had they've picked got... up a person. No, they shot... got the person. Damn you it. shot a bird that was carrying a person. I just poked it like little. Yeah, but then distracted <laughs> it, so it dropped it because it's coming what? for you now. Yeah, Sully's having a hard time being just straight up the good guy. There He's was, not right to make all these there decisions was a lot of, on his own. Right there was now. a lot of sweet guitar riffs off the top. I understand. It's true. Um, okay, uh, Glim. Yeah. So, uh, what's your movement? My movement is thirty feet. Mm-hmm. I'd say if you dashed, you could get underneath that person. They are falling from forty feet in the air. However, I'm gonna try and catch them. Okay. Oh my god! But they're just gonna squish me. But maybe they'll just knock me down or something. Okay. Maybe I'll just break their fall a little. Um, okay, so we're going to do... So it, um, 
Um, Sully was actively trying to help you, so that's going to give you advantage on the strength check that you're yeah. going to need to make in order to catch this person. Um, okay. Because for every 10 feet uh, they fall, they're going to take 1d6 bludgeoning damage, which means that's coming down on top of you. Oh my. If you fail, you're going to take the full 4d6 bludgeoning damage. Might die, you guys. Yeah, you might. <laughs> Uh, I've outlined what's going to happen to you. Do you still do it? Well, I think I do. Oh, God. Okay. I uh, can't imagine Glenn being like, nah, actually. I'm going to write down think the... She just, <laughs> think she just is going to do it. Can I, can I roll the damage for her? Uh, I'm going to write down the number that you need to pass. Make a strength, uh, strength saving throw in order to catch this person. With advantage. With advantage because of Sully's, okay. Sully's help. Help. We're going to put that in quotation marks. Uh, so the first one is a 16, okay. and the next one is a 17. All right. It's probably not going to be good enough. Well, I had written down the number that you needed to pass, which was a 15. It was a 15. Oh. Um, so okay. you catch the person. I thought person. it was going to be like 24. <laughs> well, I'm being I'm being generous. Right. We are still baby characters. <laughs> We're such little I babies. I haven't given Glim her third level yet. <laughs> she can't die yet. Um... But yeah, so you managed to catch the person, and I think they, I mean, you you describe how you catch them and and avoid taking this damage, like knowing that if you just like you know dead drop them, that your arms are going to come out of their sockets. Yeah, I was going to say I can take some damage. I mean, it's I am even if it goes the best it can go, can't go that good, can it? No, you probably still take <laughs> half. Like I don't want the damage, but let's be realistic. They're coming from forty feet. Okay, so nine, ten, twelve. You're gonna you're gonna take six bludgeoning damage, as are they, which knocks them unconscious. Yeah, I think so. I I like just run, not really thinking about what I'm doing, kind of with my arms out, and I feel like catch is um probably not an accurate description of what happens. I think fall. they probably yeah. I think they probably just kind of like land on me ish, knock me down kind of knock the wind out of me, but I like break their fall enough that I'm not super hurt, but I am like the breath is knocked out of me and I'm not feeling great about this decision. Except that I am because I saved them. Oh my god, Glim, you're 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 a hero. That was I made a really bad choice. Anything else you can or would like to do? I mean, that was realistically, I mean, I have one action. That's probably all okay. I can do. Sounds good. But that was a lot. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I liked it. Demon's turn. So this bird has caught your your sight there, Sullivan Slight. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, it's going to dive towards you uh-huh. and try and get you. Uh, with uh, it's going to go try and go for its beak and one of its talons, so that's going to be uh, fifteen. Doesn't hit. And a twelve. That doesn't hit. This bird flies towards you, screaming in your direction, and swipes at you. Uh, you nimbly move out of the way um, as it swoops up and back into the air. It passes through your sphere, which would impose a quick opportunity attack. Oh, yeah, I want to do that. I'm going to say with my rapier, I'm going to try to slice at it as it goes past me for a 22. Uh, Yes, that will hit. And 
around. Okay, Amy, don't roll the lowest amount of damage possible. <laughs> I rolled the second lowest amount of damage possible. I need well, to be more specific. Be more specific on your little self pet talks. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> and what type uh, of slashing. Okay. Nope. Piercing. Okay. Pokey tip. Um, you hear screams uh, of the the individuals who are trying to climb up. Uh, you look over. Everybody catches sight of these. Like they look like they're all mouth. Like they have these stubby little arms on like these like almost like potato bodies, but it's like bumpy visual. flesh, and it's like huge mouth and teeth, and it. One person is clamped down on their legs with one of these, and there's another one running up and out towards another person. It is Moot's turn. I see the one that dive bombed Sully and missed, and I raise my hand and unleash three magic missiles at it. Now, these are guaranteed to hit, but I do have to roll them. These are going for the bird thing, not the coming up out of the Not the big ground. mouth. Uh, the bird thing that was trying to trying to attack Sully. Got yes. it. Okay. First one. Ooh, that's five. Second one, that's four. So nine so far. Hmm. And two is eleven. Eleven force damage. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you found one that works good. <laughs> you knock this bird like off kilter, and it. It um, loses its balance and, like, falls to the ground, and there's this hideous shriek that it lets out as it's scrambling to get back up. I picture, like, an X-Wing when they get hit and they, like, spiral out of control. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. And you would like me to roll for the surge table? Please do. Okay. Uh, That's a crit fail. (laughs) Yeah, baby! All right. Roll me some uh, percentile die to see what happens. Make it good. Okay. Come on, not cheap. Good for me. Good for me. Could be sheep. Don't go for the sheep. Come on, taller. Uh, That is a thirty-eight. Oh, you really like the thirties? Yeah, we're right in there. Um. Well, that's never a good sound. Seems like a bad sign. He has a very delighted smile on his face, too. It seems bad. Terrifying. (laughs) What the fuck is that? Okay, so uh, (laughs) magic missiles go off. (laughs) You're feeling real good about yourself because this bird's shrieking and, like, trying to scramble up. And then... Perfect. Hurting birds. That's Moot's ammo. uh, (laughs) I like to draw them, and I like to hurt them. Um, And then um, one, like, right in front of you... One more in front of Glim and Sully, and one like uh, 40 feet off into the side. Uh, so three flumps, which look like um, floating like pillows with big long <laughs> eye stalks and long like jellyfish like tentacles <laughs> pop up out of nowhere, and they have this look on their eye as they look at you, and they're like. Ooh. They don't say anything because they don't. They don't. They don't speak good. Um, but they have this look of fear and panic as soon as they see you, Moot. And then all three <laughs> of them just bolt away from you. And they're called flumps. Flumps. Flump. Flumps. F L U M P H. Flump. Flumps. That's a good um, one. Yeah. Flumps. Okay. 
Eska runs forward to this broken down fountain that's like spurting water and just dribbling water where he you had previously seen him juggling uh, when you had met. Um, and um, does the same thing you, you saw him out in, the, out in the field, just shapes this water, moves it into a wall that bursts between this de- demonic creature that's clamped onto this one person and bursts it off. Um, and pushes it away long enough for this person to scramble up. You see them bleeding from their legs as they're trying to scramble up and out of this pit. Sully. So you're saying that my poking isn't hurting this thing? I didn't say it wasn't hurting this thing. I just said it wasn't hurting this thing a lot. Well, it's a good thing all my my attacks do the same thing. Okay, uh, so he's just going to short bow it again. Because he can see it crawling. Looking all sad and shit. 14. Mm, yep. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, you're the worst. Uh, sorry. Uh, and as my bonus action, I will use help again. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to uh, run over to Glim. I run over and I help you up. Okay. Just because, yeah. you know. Uh, well, that act, that actually does help because now, because she was prone. Now I'm not yeah. prone anymore. So you don't have to use half your movement. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, okay, Glim, you've just been assisted up. You've got this person uh, in your arms. Uh, what do you do? Uh, well, I'll put the person down. Are they? They're unconscious. They are unconscious. Yeah. Okay. Um, I almost wonder if I was like under them, I would have kind of moved them off of me and then. Sully helped me up. I don't know that I would have like deadlifted them from the. They're just laying on the ground now. Yeah. How many of those mouth creatures are there? Three. Yeah. Yeah. Does each of them have a person in their mouth? Not actively. One had a person in their mouth, but Eska managed to get them off with the shape water. Uh, the other two are, are crawling, but are being pursued in this moment. Haven't yet been chomped. Uh, okay, I'm going to use my fire breath on them, and I guess it depends how they are positioned because it goes in a five by thirty foot line. I'd say so. you can if you yeah if you run to position yourself, you'd be able to get there for within your movement. Yep. Okay, then I am going to do that. They have to make a dex save. Uh, dexterity is not their strong suit. That one rolled a 17. That one rolled an 8. Okay, so the one that got the 8 will get full damage. The other one will only take half damage. Okay. But it is... uh, (laughs) Oh, baby characters. Um, 6 damage or 3 damage on the other one. I must have rolled double 6s when I did it on Birdie and Barty. Because I really... You, yeah, you, those guys. it was full full damage <laughs> that you did. Yeah, because remember you were like, "I'm going to scare him away," and then you rolled full, and you were like, "Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh my, whoopsies." Um, okay, yes, they take that damage and turn and lock eyes. Now you see that they have many eyes. Lock eyes on you. The bird creature is going to get up and begin to flap its wings and move towards Sully. As it does so, it emits this horrific screech 
and you see like the sound begin to move as it as it comes towards you you have to make a constitution saving throw everybody within 20 feet i'd say probably glim too because um, you ran back in that direction. Oh, no, Sully. Yeah, no, because you ran away from Sully. It had to go to Sully, which it can make it there. No, it's just going to be Sully. 20. Okay. You are fine. I rolled a 19, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you feel like you feel like your, your knees waver like this thing was trying to stun you. Um, and it swoops up back into the air. Kind of along like the roof lines at this point. The other two creatures, the one that uh, got separated by the water, it turns and starts running towards Eska and is going to make an attack with its big, big bite mouth. And that's a 20, not natural, towards Eska, who's going to take 11 piercing damage. Uh, so this thing is like clamping hard down on Eska's leg, um, who lets out a scream in severe pain and agony. The other two are going to um, rush towards you, Glim, as you had fire breath them. One's going to attack for a nine with its bite. Uh, the other for a 20. Well, 20 will do it. Okay. And that's going to be uh, also 11 piercing damage. Oh my god, you guys, I'm almost dead. What you at? One. Nice. <gasps> <laughs> what? Don't do this to Carla again. That's fine. Yeah, we didn't. Hey, Carla. This wasn't hope a plan. You didn't want to level up to three, <laughs> right? Two was enough Just for you, wasn't it? Out of your grasp. <laughs> yep. That's good. That's good. Clean fun is what that is. Moot. It's your turn. As yeah, as you cast that last one, and as these as these flumps poofed up and out, and you feel like you're anchored. To the ground and to the air and to like the flames you can feel billowing down in this um, pit below, um, and you feel like this extra surge wash over you, like you're more in connected to your spells and to your you, you're more in touch un, unknowingly and inexplicably with nature around you. You've leveled up. Boop, 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 We'll do stats yeah. after this battle. <laughs> if we survive. What? Welcome to the middle. Ooh. What? Oh, Whoa. I totally I just it. like, mm, right in there. Just like that. Just like that. You didn't even sing it, though. That's the thing that gets them. To, to that's hit the what skip button? That's, Oh. 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 Fine, take it. Do it. Whatever. Oh, Welcome to the middle. We're so happy to not see you because that's creepy, but you know, just know that you're there. In our hearts. In our hearts, certainly. And us in your ears. And maybe you in our Patreon? Maybe Patreon, yes. Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. We made some changes you over there. You can have Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> I can has Patreon. Um, yeah, we made some changes over there, um, specifically to our $15 tier, which is... Awesome. 
<laughs> Sorry, is there a label for that tier? Is that what you were teeing it, up? It, it's the in-world tier. It's yeah. the in-world in tier. tier. Because what edit, tier is it, Tom? Edit that part in where I come in confidently <laughs> yeah. say the in-world tier. Mm-hmm. Thank, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Carla, you were going to take oh, some actual information? I was. I was just going to say, <laughs> if you um, are a patron at that tier, then we're sort of changing things around. But basically, you can submit um, characters like um, name, class, race, and a quirk. And then those will be NPCs, which will be fun. Pick, make some hard quirk things or like awkward or embarrassing yeah, things. Hard, Let's do some fun. Yeah, no, awkward things. Awkward or embarrassing. Yeah. Please? Fun. Yeah. Embarrassing's fine. That doesn't Russ matter. Russ has yeah, no shame. Fine. He doesn't. Yeah. He'll do it. It'll no. be fun. He'll just lean into it, yeah. and it'll be great. Um, and Pretty sure I'm the one who came up with the Because you could say something like, "Fuck like, guys." Jeremilicia uh, is the name. Um, elf, barbarian, sharts all the time. Oh, that is an interesting wow. quirk. And because he'd have to tell us that that was happening, yep. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. there'd have to be some foley effects in there. Okay. It'd be very fun. I mean, I mean, I thought it would be like talks with an Irish yeah, accent. Yeah, me too. Oh, uh, no. Sharts all the time. Just, yeah. yeah. Nope, sharts yeah. all the time. I mean, yeah. it could be Irish too. I mean, that's you know, completely it, up to you. It depends how long you want this character to stick around for. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but the other thing that we're doing at that tier is items. We, I mean, we were doing items before, uh, but again, we're opening up the floodgates, so to speak, because we've come up with a new mechanic for the game called... Zedmart. Because if you shop here, you're smart. Also, a little throwback, Canadians might get it, Zellers. Yeah, we're real, real into the Canadian. We're, we got it. We, you know what? That's the only thing we got that's different is that we're Canadian. We're just celebrating so. the heck out of we it. Really so are. come over to not yeah. Zellers. It's Zedmart because Zellers yeah. is TM. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and stock our shelves. So our characters will go there. We'll talk about the items. We'll save up our our gold. Um. And buy and fun things. And then shopping things. montage. And then shopping montage. And then oh, forgetting man. montage, which is kind of just like the whole show, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but hopefully this will help us remember a bit more. Yeah. Our new fun, fun, cool things episode. invented by you. So patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Check out that $15 tier. If that's not, uh, you can't afford that or that's not quite right for you, we'd love to find you at another tier. Um, go check them all out. And we'll see y'all next week. Now let's get you back to that episode. Something fun is happening. Maybe a maze. I just assume we're always in a maze. This is Mooklim and Sully. Who's saying that they can't be in a maze? Their first maze? Wow. (laughs) Ah, big time maze. Yep. Okay, bye everybody. Bye. Bye. (laughs) See ya. All right. um, I see the two that have gone to attack Glim. And I kind of think to myself, like, Boy, it would be nice to throw two spells at them instead of just one. And that's what happens. What? So I cast uh, Firebolt towards, uh, well, I wish I could cast it towards the two of them, but I picked the one on the right. And as I throw this Firebolt uh, its way, I manage to throw a second Firebolt. Somehow, I'm not really sure how it happens, to be perfectly honest with you. Maybe it's one of those, like, secret things. If you just, you know, wish it, it'll happen. <laughs> Some magic works. It's just if you if, it, if you wish it, it happens. That is how it works. So I rolled a 17 for the spell attack. That is good. You have to roll again for the second one? Uh, sure, yeah, that probably makes sense. Um, 17. Oh, I don't even know. 17 will I hit. assume you'd have to. Yeah, because it's the second second target, right? So I would think you'd have to. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it doesn't say in the little write-up about Twin Spell, but that makes sense to me. 
Uh, 15 for the second one. Both of those will hit. Give me some damage. Alright, first one is a 9. Second one's an 8. Alright, so 9 to the one on the right and 8 to the one on the left. Okay. Um, these fire bolts go and, uh, Glim, you s- smell their flesh char and sizzle. Like, these things aren't, like, these things are only about, like, knee height. So, like, the flames hit, and then the smell just wafts over you. But they're shrieking below as they're chomping um, at and around you. It is Eska's turn. You, out of the corner of your eye and in the periphery, um, see all of these snowballs begin to swarm around um, Eska and this creature. And the creature is going to uh, crit fail. Uh, so I'm gonna give them max. Da- I'm gonna give them max damage on that. 18 snowball damage. Um, just like snowballs, like almost like ice balls, pelting into this creature as it's like being moved around by all of these blasts of cold. Uh, Sully, mm-hmm. you're up. Uh, it seems like everyone's got a handle on these big mouth meanies. Yep. Uh, so Sully is going to let loose a short bow or. Just gonna fling his short bow into the air <laughs> at the uh huh yeah unorthodox. I like it. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Uh, no, he's gonna let loose an arrow at the flying f- fucker. Oh, for a crit fail. Maybe you did actually Maybe. throw your. Did short I throw bow. my short bow? Did I forget how to do arrows? No, I think how this is gonna work. <laughs> I'm not killing Glim. You can't make me. I'm not going to get you to kill Glim. That's, that's, that's the easy Russ out. <laughs> kill Carla's character. <laughs> uh, no, I think what's going to happen in this moment is you pull, you draw your, your bow back and the uh, the rope snaps. The, <gasps> yeah, the bow snaps. Ah! Uh, um, yeah. So it, like, it goes, you pull it back and just yeah. before, like, the bow breaks and the arrow goes tumbling to the ground. Ah, fuck, this is, I knew I should have had one bed and well made. Oh, God. God. He, and he just shakes his fist in the air at this bird creature as if it's its fault. Uh, okay. Glim, there are char-fried uh, demon creatures in front of you. Um, Are those ones dead or just crispified but still living? Uh, they are just crispified. Still living, still chomping, still screaming. Okay. Uh, I am going to cast Divine Favor. Uh, which will give me an extra d4 radiant damage on a hit, and I am going to attack with my war pick. Okay. Uh, which is a 17. Yep, 17 will hit. Okay, and then... Come on, that's a terrible roll. Anyway, um, nine damage with the war pick, and then an extra... Fuck off. One radiant damage. Uh, ooh, you so Amy, radiant. why did you do all of Carla's rolls for? Because I didn't get to do my turn. Tell me how Glim uh, kills one of these mouth monsters. I assume you went towards the one that really chomped down into you. So Yes, that seems, that seems reasonable. Um, I mean, you said they're only about knee high, so I guess I just bring down my massive, frightening-looking war pick right into the side of it. Um, and maybe it even like gets a little bit like stuck on it, and then I have to like 
pull it off. Oh, I like it. Black ichor type blood spurts up and out of it as it convulses as you leave it stuck on the ground there. Ugh, yucky. Gross. As that happens, beneath the other one, Glim, and beneath the one at Eska's feet, uh, both of you see like this swirling black circle right beneath them. It starts slow as like smoke and dust being kicked up and then spins faster and faster and faster until there's this hole that begins appearing below them and they fall into this hole like trying to grab and scramble and then as soon as they're out of sight, the holes snap shut and you look up and you see Charmy standing at her shop holding components in hand uh, moving her hand back and forth as these holes disappear. Uh, Moot, it's your turn. The bird is still in play. All right. That sounds like something that you would say to someone else that you're meeting for the first time, but you're both on like the secret mission. Totally. I was going to say, it sounds like someone's like a code name, like the bird is still in play. <laughs> <laughs> the eagle right? has Right, like landed. we haven't the gotten rid of mm, Judith yet. Mm, the Judith. bird is still in play. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Judith Uh, I guess I will throw off another magic missile because it hits every time and it's delightful right alright magic missile coming at the bird thing once again four four seven ten force damage these magic missiles strike this bird hard um, as it's moving to swoop back towards Sully and knock it into this roof. Um, and as you look up and to this roof, you see a dwarven man coming up and over the other side of this peak of this roof. Sully and Glim recognize him as Bullnil Thunderaxe Undertask. Um, and he's carrying... Uh, one of the blades of ether that he was describing. It's this shining blue blade that he then drives down and into this creature who lets out a shriek as it curls around this blade and you see like this light beam out until the bird flops limp on the roof. I rolled my wild magic table just just cuz. It was a nine. Okay. You're right. One or two. And he pulls his blade up and out and looks down to you. I'll be down in a minute. Gab! Boo Hill Thunder Under! You, you, you did a great job! Hey, we know that guy. He climbs down and Charmy comes out of her shop um, and they're surveying the scene and they walk over and Bullnell comes up to you and says, Well, uh, I thought you were out to save the world. What? Why would you have to bring it here? Hey, this wasn't us. I don't think we brought this here. Also, that was amazing, both of you. Oh, my goodness. Well, it looked like you needed a little assistance. Oh, I definitely do. And I sit down, because I'm very weak. I broke my bow. Yeah. Um, I don't have any potions Char- or anything, but... Charmy comes over to you and says, this one, this one's on the house. And she casts Cure Wounds um, at a very high level and brings you back up to full. Thanks, Charmy. You're the best. Yeah. Well, we make quite the team. We should all like, go on the road together. Do you guys want to come save the world with us? You weren't mentioned in the <laughs> prophecy, but you're both amazing. 
well, I, I, I think we have some cleaning up here to do. It's been a while since we've been on the road together. That's not probably a great idea. Oh, you guys oh. just adventure together? Sounds juicy. Let's dig mm, into yeah. that later. Is there backstory there? Do you know what happened here? Uh, no. This pit, these creatures, do you know anything about that? Uh, well, that's, he points up to the bird, that's a rock. Um, a bird demon uh, from the abyss. We all know what sound those make. Yeah. Rock! Yeah, exactly. And Charmy says, and the ones that were biting at your ankles there, they're uh, are maw demons? Different part of the abyss. Seems the wires are getting crossed down there. You, it, it's, they're not supposed to be able to come up and under cities like this. Well, the situation seems abysmal. Ha! <laughs> so did you guys used to date, or...? We, uh... Set- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I was well, drinking, Carla. <laughs> Sorry. <yeah. laughs> I mean, you could say that. She says, "Oh, we had a fling a few times. Uh, we were out on the road. You yeah. know, we traveled for quite a while. Yeah. Some friends with uh, beneficiaries, beneficiaries, but friends with friend, friends who friends who fucked. That's right, boning <laughs> yeah. buddies. Bone- yeah, that's what that's yeah, I don't sure what you were trying to say, but that's that's, that's what, we what were. I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um well, uh no, I don't think we can come with you. I think we can help you and he looks down at his blade and then to you Glim and says, "I I asked you if you'd find the other one, but maybe if you take this one, It'll help you in your journey. Are you sure? I know you wanted the other one back. Maybe maybe we'll find the other one and I can bring them both back. If you find the other one, I'd love to see it. But there's, there's no more traveling in my future. This is for you. He puts the blade's hilt in your hand. And lets it go. And as they're having that moment, Sully like comes up beside like standing there expectantly, like, what present will you bestow upon me? <laughs> kind of look on his face. What magical weapon am I yeah. getting? I could fix your bow so it doesn't break as easily. Yeah, he'd be so great. Yeah. Yeah, he grabs it. Yeah, just I'll get you on your get you on your way here. I'll take it back and Fix that up for you. I'll, I'll find something fancy for it. Ah, thanks. Yeah. Charmy looks to Moot and says, "That was that was a good shot there. You look good. You mean to shoot both of them at the same time there? Well, I thought it would be real nice if I could. And then all of a sudden, I did. Eska hobbles up behind you. He's like, um, <laughs> that was really great, Moot. <laughs> <laughs> Charmy <laughs> looks at him and says, oh dear, oh dear, I'll help this one too. She cures his wounds. <laughs> like legs hanging half Poor off. Just dragging himself right? over like, good job everyone. <laughs> Poor team. 
uh, the the group of you um, stop and discuss your recent encounter, not really figuring out, neither of them have any information on why it's happened or how it has happened. Just that they are demons from the abyss um, and this type of travel straight up into the material plane is uh, both um, forbidden but also not supposed to be possible. Bolnil fixes your your arrow and it's strong and true and gives you uh, fills up your quiver so you are back to full on all your ammunition which I know you totally keep track of totally I keep track of that for sure every arrow I can see it every time she uses it she makes note yeah. she's got a big whiteboard I know it's weird you don't see it Russ because you're in the same room with her and she right? marks, marks yeah. one down marks one down every time yeah. you rest up for the night getting ready to head out the next day. Um, and you fill up, get, to get some good grub at the rusty bucket the next morning. You walk back out front. And Rolf and your carriage are out front waiting for you. Oh my God, <gasps> Rolf, I didn't think I'd ever get to see you again. And I do that thing that people do with horses where you press their face up to their nuzzle. <laughs> so that's the word our daughter uses. <laughs> that's what she. What is that? Mu- the snout. Snout. The, the mm, muzzle of sure. the horse. Yeah. Like the real flat yeah. part before the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if anyone here has ever ridden a horse or anything. You, they like breathing in your breath. It's weird, but so I do that with the donkey. It's a real intimate, loving moment. That's nice. I assume I hold you up so you can do that. Well, donkeys are short, and their heads go down. They eat off the ground. Just making a joke. Road. But maybe. You all climb aboard the carriage and set off on the road to head towards Tymanther, which was where you were heading all along. Gotta save the world. I know I said I wouldn't ask, but are we almost there yet? The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com or boomlibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Christian Brown, Darylith, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Mark Hartless, and Stevie. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Dungeons & Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable & Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You start with your own breathing. 
match the rhythm of the breeze that carves the canopy, the birds and bugs chirping in set intervals. Feel the subtle pulse rising up from the ground beneath you. To wander is to dance with the forest. But the forest isn't just the partner. She's the music, the style. She's the rhythm. She's the set of ancient steps and movements that have been passed down from one dancer to another. She teaches you to dance the dance she invented to the music she's singing in a tonal system she thought up one night as it pleased her. You breathe, and you listen, and you wait for your place. Your first step, the call to... is a new fairy folktale podcast from T.H. Ponders, a member of the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to the show by searching for The Wanderer in Apple Podcasts or by visiting www.callofthewander.com.